Worldwide Live. In three, two, one. On 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW. Oh man, I'm blessed with so many guests every time I'm here in our Durban studios. And today it is no different. It is beaming with, you know, internationals. I am surrounded by internationals tonight, like I've been the entire week uh, with the uh, Kosafa Cup being staged down here in Durban. And, you know, my next guest is one of the biggest names in world football. Uh, vast experience managing big clubs like Chelsea. He also managed the West Ham United, Portsmouth. Yeah, he was also in charge for Ghana. Yeah, let's spare a thought for the miracle that he brought to Ghana. We'll talk about all of those things, but obviously his uh, role and what he's currently doing uh, here in Durban, especially. He enjoyed success in his homeland in Israel back in the 1990s and early 2000s, uh, winning four league titles uh, with Maccabi Tel Aviv, Maccabi Haifa, around the turn of the millennium, managing all of that. In 2002, he took over the uh, Israel's manager and also lost just, what, six of 33 matches in charge uh, of his country, including the unbeaten 2006 FIFA World Cup qualifying campaign. And during his spell at Chelsea, I mean, he was named the Premier League Manager of the Month uh, for April 2008. Also led the Blues as well to the UEFA Champions League final. When I mentioned that uh, Coach Avram Grant will be in studio, a lot of people on social media were like, yeah, remind him about that John Terry slip. Remind him about what happened there and uh, all those good memories. So good to know that people still uh, keep a keen eye on the historical nature of that game uh, where they lost on penalties to Manchester United, also reaching the League Cup final and also securing the runners-up spot in the Premier League. Also managed uh, the Serbian as well club, Partizan Belgrade, and also the national team of Ghana, uh, who he guided to the final of the 2015 Africa Cup of Nations. And what a turnaround that was uh, for the Black Stars. Now, what a journey and what a wealth of experience. What a wealth in terms of career. He's now in charge of the Zambian national team. And help me, ladies and gentlemen, to give a great KZN as well as a great Durban welcome to Coach Avram Grant, uh, who sits right here uh, next to me. Coach, good to see you. Welcome. Yeah, good to be here. Thank you very much. How are you feeling, man? When did you you surprise a lot of people? We we didn't think you were coming down to Durban for the Kosafa Cup, and then I heard you're in town. Yes, yes. Um, you know, I'm the coach of Zambia, and it's an opportunity for me to see the players that uh, uh, play in Zambia, also to support them. Uh, we came here to play in the Kosafa, and uh, as I said, it's a good opportunity for me to come support the team and see the players how they perform. A few yeah. of them are belonging to the national team and uh, I'm happy to be here. And what have you made of the team? They seem to have surprised many people by their development and it could be anybody's tournament. You mean about the team? The yeah, the Zambian, the national team. The Kosafa one, yeah. The Kosafa one, yes. Uh, I was not here in the first two games. Uh, we lost in and uh, we win one game. I was mm -hmm. in the third game. I was happy. Uh, the team was winning 4-2. Uh, uh, good winning. Uh, even we considered two goals in the last 10 minutes. And then we needed to wait for the results of other to see if we qualified. But in the end of the day, we are in the semi-final against uh, South Africa. Uh, the team is good. Mm -hmm. I watched the trainings. I watched it. The team is a good team. Sure, playing against South Africa, uh, who've obviously claimed this. They, they are hosting this uh, as well. Have you had an opportunity to see any of their games yet in the Kosafa Cup? And what have you made of South Africa so far, if you have? 
As a country? Yeah. Oh, I love this country. It's not my first time here. We was here in a training camp before the game against, uh, in Johannesburg, before the game against Ivory Coast, and I was visiting here a few yeah. times before. I love this country. It's a nice country, beautiful country, and it's good to visit. When are you coming to coach one of the teams? I'm not taking you away from your favorite Zambian team yeah. now, you know. At some point, is that something you, you would think of? I almost signed for Kaiser Chiefs. I think it was five years ago, but then uh, I need to do other things. Uh, in, in football, you know, it's like in life. You never know what yeah. will happen next. And, uh, I always say in my life, uh, in my professional life, I'm very organized. I know what I will do in the team today, tomorrow, one month, one year from now. In my private life, I don't know what will happen tomorrow. <laughs> and, you, and you know what? And you know what? I don't want to know. <laughs> Oh, that, that I, I didn't great. think I didn't think a few years ago that I would be here, and I didn't think when I was in Israel that I would be in England. Yeah, I, tr I just always try to enjoy and do my job as as best I can, and then football take me to places that I enjoyed very much. I've got to rewind there, coach. I mean, not too many people might have heard what you've just said a short while ago. You said a few years ago you almost signed for Kaiser Chiefs to be their coach, and then something happened. What happened? Yes, it was uh, an agent, Mike, that is my friend, uh, offered me to come. Uh, I checked everything. Uh, it was very interesting for me. Uh, but then uh, I had other jobs to do. I was committed to other companies. I'm advisor also of companies, uh, big companies in the world, about the strategy and about motivation and other things. So I couldn't come. Even they invited me even for two three days to see the club. Uh, but it didn't happen. Uh, Almost. But were you sorry that it didn't happen? I think historically, Patrick would tell you, he captained this team. He was at the club for over eight years, uh, Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, he was duly captain then. He was captain of the national team of Malawi. He's one of the legends of Kaiser Chiefs. And oh. They were you know, synonymous with winning trophies. But were you a bit sad that maybe you didn't get that opportunity to be in charge? So if I will have another option, I will uh, consulting him to see if it's a good <laughs> idea to... <laughs> Uh, I never saw about things that happened in the past. Yeah. I never. What happened? It uh, need to happen. I think uh, past it to be philosophic is past for me is for good memories and for lessons. I'm learning for a lot of things that happened to me in my life in the past, mm -hmm. but I love. I don't live in the past. Life is now and from now. Uh, past is for memories. I had a lot of good memories, and I had also lessons to learn. So, what happened happened. Or oh, what didn't happen, didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's it's all for the good memories. And, yeah. I, and, and I believe what you say. I, I think there have been some great memories that you would have had. Um, I think what comes to mind again is the Ghana national team, you know, 2014 and what was going on in Brazil. And then you coming through that in 2015, literally a year after what was seen as a disaster, yeah. you step in. And you take them literally all the way. What do you think was the turnaround then in 2015 when you came in? First, I didn't know that uh, it was considered so disaster before I came. Yeah. I know they told me that the team uh, didn't do... It was a lot of things uh, off the pitch, on the pitch that happened in the World Cup. And that's why they wanted me to come to fix it. <laughs> I always come to clubs that I need to fix things, so I'm used to it. But then I came to Ghana and I didn't know that uh, the gap between the supporters and uh, the and the people around uh, uh, and between the management was so, you know, they didn't like what, what they saw in the World Cup. Mm. Uh, so I had a lot of uh, 
things to do on the pitch and off the pitch, uh, you know, to back the trust. But football is a strange game. If you win games, the trust is coming. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I said to the players. I said, look, we cannot blame the supporters. Yeah. They saw what you did in the World Cup. They didn't like it. And they're right. But we have the... the so we prepared very well. We did a training cup in Spain. And... Uh, Part of it was uh, psychology and mentally, and others was uh, football because we was in a very, very difficult group. We was in uh, in a group with Senegal, with uh, number one in Europe, in Africa, those time Algeria, and mm. with South Africa that for me played the best football in the, in the group. In the group. Yeah. But it was not tough enough. And uh, we lost the first one, which we spoke about it before, yeah. but we need to show men, uh, strong mentality and we show it. We won the last, the second game against Algeria and we won against South Africa even when it was 1-0 down. We show a lot of character and a very good football and we developed every game all the way to the final. But as you said before, it was... I didn't know when I came that mm -hmm. the, the situation was so bad between the supporters and the others. But we are lucky in football that we have results and when you win, everybody's happy. And everybody loves you when you're winning as yeah. well. So I uh, say always in my lecture, this is uh, we are good as our last game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think so because the last game could be a last game. Yeah, given how people get fired in the coaching job these days. But w w with you and having this experience, Abram, where you've coached in different parts of the world, you've had that experience, and then you come into the African continent. Sure, you use Ghana. We just spoke about Ghana now. Mm. And then you transfer that into the Zambian national team. What would you say is the major difference of what you've observed? And I, and I talk about this from a sense where, as an African continent, we failed to get far. I think Cameroon were the ones that led the way back in those days, or even Senegal, uh, improving. But, you know, getting to a semi-final of a World Cup, getting into a final of a World Cup is very, very difficult for an African nation to do, what do you think we as a continent are doing wrong? I tell you what I say to Infantino from FIFA mm -hmm. and what I say to the head of CAF here from South Africa. I say to them that there is a lot of good things in Africa. There is talent, there is athletic, there is passion, there is very nice people here, mm -hmm. but it's not enough. Every lecture that I, or consulting that I, I I give to even to business people, I say, I started with a quote, nobody has enough talent to live on the talent alone. Wow. When I came to Ghana, it was not surprise. I was the coach of uh, Michael Essien, of yes. Joe B. Mikel, of Kanu, of Yakubu. I had uh, more than uh, 20 Africans players in my teams and they all performed well for me. Yeah. I didn't have any complaint about any African team. They was good, they was happy, there was a lot of good things. So what's happened, if, if, you bring the good things from Europe mm -hmm. to Africa. I say to Infantino, even to the head of the CAF, I say to him, I promise you, every World Cup, at least one team in the semifinal. At least. Because you have a talent and you have a passion. Yeah. And people are very happy uh, most of the time. So it, this is good. But you need to improve a lot of things. You need to improve the pitches. You need to improve the, the things around which I think there is a big improvement. Even you see it in this tournament, there is a big improvement. But still, if you can bring the good things from Europe here, or to take the good things from here to Europe, sure. Africa 
can be the leading in football. I have no, no doubt about this. What about the issue of discipline, though, coach? Because sometimes there's a feeling that African teams, and we've seen it in various teams, we've seen it now, might have been global with the Women's World Cup coming up, but just coming back to the men's game, where a lot of admin stuff is left until the last minute. Then there's a big fight for bonuses, and then the focus has shifted away from the actual game itself. How do you look into that to say, how do we solve that? This is one of the things that I say, disturb to yeah. disturb to come to... Uh, uh, because football is is not only by talent, as I yeah. said before. The yeah. Talent is the most important. Without talent, you cannot succeed. But talent is not... It's not the problem in Africa. There is a lot of talents. You go in the streets and you see players, amazing. You could go in Malawi, you can go in Mozambique. I was in all these countries. Yeah. In Malawi, not yet, but I will come. In other countries, you see talents in every street. Mm -hmm. But talent is not enough. I say, what are you doing with this talent is important. Let's say I see the coaches. The coaches has a lot for the, the, have a lot of passion to be good coaches. They have mm -hmm. some knowledge. But I, I think there are lack of courses that they give in Europe all the time. In Europe, let's say I'm, I'm a member of our LMA organization, the organization of the coaches in England. Even England is the leading course. Every month we have some other course. Every, every two weeks we have other things that we, we need to update the football. Football is developing a lot by the physical side, by the mental side, by the tactical side. And I think you need to give the opportunity to the coaches. I think they need to pay the more money than they have now that they can be professional uh, all the time. I'm not speaking about also national coaches. I speak about club. coaches in the league, coaches yeah. in the club, coaches in the academy, create a good academy. If you do the right, the things right, I'm telling you, Africa will be the leading because there is no problem of talent. But develop the talent and to be the organization good. Let's say these issues with money. Everybody are goal, there is issues with money. So the issue is not the money. The issue is that you need to solve the problem before. This is what we are doing. This is what we give. This is what we are. If everything will be clear before, there will not be any problem. Yeah. You can yeah. argue before. It's not a problem. But then when you come, the head needs to be clear for the football. And here it's not uh, like this. There is a lot of improvement, yeah. I must say. But this is what we are doing, trying to do in Zambia now, to solve the problem of the pitch because we know that it will be good. And the president put a lot of efforts about this. So there is improvement, but there is also a gap mm. to do it in all of Africa. I'm a big admirer of Africa because I like the passion, I like the yeah. talent. So this is very important, but there is, it's, not, it's not enough. It's not enough. And I think also the pitches need to be yeah. better and the backroom staff need to be more educated. I mean, I love the honesty. I love the fact that you, you're opening up our eyes to what we see. And maybe we see, but we tend to ignore as well. And that is why when you come back from the break, I'm going to be asking Avram Grant as we share our final minutes uh, with him then uh, about his role. Is he going to be heading off to Australia, New Zealand? Is he going to be going to the, you know, the Women's FIFA World Cup? And if he is, I mean, Zambia, they've been preparing. If anybody's been watching, they have been putting in a lot of hard work. And especially anyone that's followed their game against the Germans. So stick around. Marawa Sports Worldwide. Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, one. On 947. Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Good evening, Rob. This is uh, Odisha here in Cape Town. You've got probably a great coach, one of the most underrated football managers in world football. And to imagine that... Uh, 
he was a slipping penalty away from winning uh, the UEFA Champions League with Chelsea in 2008. Who uh, forgets when John Terry slipped, then uh, Edwin van der Sar saved the penalty for Nicolas Anelka. What a cracking coach, unassuming. There's one thing which I want to ask from Grant. He stinked uh, coaching Ghana. How and uh, how does he think uh, that an African national team is close to probably win the World Cup? Because obviously he has coached in Israel, he has coached in uh, Europe, and he has coached in Africa. In his own views, uh, are we far away from winning the World Cup? Because if you look at it, we have come so near yet so far. Just more details, finer margins in football. Uh, thank you so much, Rob. Audacious in Cape Town. Thank you so much indeed. Uh, kind of touched on that a little bit, um, I would imagine. But if, if we were to play the World Cup tomorrow, in, in your humble opinion, which African country would you see going all the way to the final? I see more than one. I okay. See, I see more than one. I think uh, without mentioning names, there is three, four at least. Team that they have the potential uh, to do it. Morocco, this is the, did it. Uh, this for me, it was not surprise. Yeah. For me, the surprise is that until now, not even one African team uh, arrived to the semi-final, and mm. only few to the quarter-final, because the potential is uh, is yeah. here or there. You yeah. can call it yeah. uh, whatever you want. It's happened uh, in the World Cup in '90 when Cameroon did well. Nigeria did very well in '94. There was naive a little bit to lose uh, to yeah. Italy. In those times, I was in this game. Nigeria was much better than yes. this. So every every World Cup, there is some African team in a different one, not always the same one. Yeah. So the potential is here. They have a good talents. They are very athletics. They have a passion of the game. So if the organization on and off the pitch will be good. By the way, on the, on the, on the pitch is improving yeah. a lot, a lot. You can see a lot of organization and a lot of uh, good things. But still, if everything will be okay, as I say, I'm not saying even good, it will be okay with the combination on the pitch and off the pitch. The talent is there. The team that they arrived to semi-final, they are not more talented than the, the team is in, uh, the, in Africa, the top team in Africa. They are not more talented. They just sure. have the right thing. Like you say, even small things like... Uh, decide about the bonuses and everything. Yeah, why why it yeah. need to be always issue in Africa? I don't understand. Why you cannot solve it before? It's issue sometimes in other country, but they know how to solve it before. Yeah. And by the way, it's not need to be the main issue. I say also to Ghana players when you come, maybe 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 you are right, but it was not clever. Because you come to the last game and you can qualify to the last sixteen and bring so many people so much happiness. So what? So to a nation. So and and these players are earning big bucks. I'm not saying that they must not fight for their rights, but also they get to a national team. They should. They've got leaders. Some of them are even captains in European clubs. They should be leading yeah. for them and not taking the back I seat. say, for example, Ghana, that I love this country so much, and, you know, I was there even one month ago. They have the issue with the money, but it's the same issue even now. Yeah. I, I know it from inside with the president, some issues that even connected to my time from the past and I said, why you don't solve it? It's not matter. You will solve it in the end of the day. Yeah. So a peace of mind is very important for everybody. And But this is a small issue. I said, the biggest, mm. uh, the biggest thing that they can do uh, about uh, give more opportunity to, to the coaches and even more money, I'm sorry to say that. <laughs> oh, they deserve it. They deserve mm. it, yes. They're working very hard. You blame them when things are not going well, so yeah. they, they deserve it more education, more update what's happened in the world. 
like they're doing everywhere, even the biggest country. The backroom staff need to be also more educated, analyze, uh, physio, mm-hmm. all of this. Mm-hmm. And it's not maybe a big problem because the passion is there. People are really happy to do this, uh, this job. When, the, when I was in Ghana, now in Zambia, and I know other countries, yeah. they're happy to do it. Just give them the tools to be better. And support. And then, and then you will see regularly a semifinal at least, if not more than, uh, than this. Coach, I, I did say before the break, and I know I've got to let you go in the next minute, uh, but the women's teams have been doing well. Women's football generally has been you know, taking center stage around the world. Zambia have been preparing like they're on fire. There was a breakthrough uh, you know, story just a couple of days ago about one of your top, top players, uh, her coming back uh, into the national team, being allowed to come back. All I'm saying is that, are you going to be joining the ladies for yes. the World Cup? When I come to work in uh, in any country that I came, I'm uh, I'm coming with all my heart, let's say. So when I came to Zambia, I really love this country. So, of course, I will go there and I will support as much as I can. And I think there is a good team. I was in uh, Switzerland. Yes. I came especially to watch them in a friendly game. It was it was a nice game, 3-3. Three, three. Uh, but not the result. They are playing good. And uh, they put some a lot of efforts. Let's say the president brought some uh, technical director from America. He took the fitness coach, the American one from Lawrence, Jamie Lawrence from the national team there. They analyzed from Israel. That was with our, is there. So they are doing some efforts more than more than usual uh, to give the tools to the to the players for good performance even the group is not so easy but they have a good team they have, we have a good team <laughs> coach before i let you go i see there's a voice note that's just come in evening rob and coach avran grant uh, coach how important it is uh, the relationship between the sporting director and the coach in terms of building a competitive uh, uh, team and do you think uh, there's a, a good relationship between uh, coaches and the sporting directors at Chelsea? Because it doesn't look like one is talking to the other in terms of uh, recruitment. Because the club recently recruited uh, a whole lot of players, but it doesn't seem like they are finding a winning combination. Uh, can that be attributed to a relationship, uh, a bad relationship between the coaches and the sporting director at that club? Thank you so much. Tabukha, thank you so much indeed. Just briefly, the relationship between the two. Oh, the relationship is important uh, in, in the club generally. Even when I came to Zambia, I say we are a team. The management, the staff, and the players, it's a, it's a one team. The relationship needs to be good between everybody, especially between the direct, sport director and the, and, the, and the coach. But it's what need to decide before it the strategy of the team and the vision of the team. And then you cho- choose the player. For example, Chelsea, in my time, when I was director, a coach, advisor, whatever you want, we know exactly what we, are, what we want to do. And in Chelsea, I don't understand when you say relationship between uh, the coach and the sport director. There was no sport director in the last year in Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Since the owner came, he said that he is the sport director and he's not sport director. So they spend, oh. they spend a lot of money a lot, a lot of money with no reason, with not this, and now they are selling. Even in Rob so and Coach Avram I like this club a lot, but I yeah. don't see any strategy here. And one of the things that there is no sport director. So if there is no sport director, you need to give all the power, the power to the coach because he's the guy on the pitch. Yeah. But I don't believe it in these days. In these days, the coach is responsible about what's happened in the pitch and the director, what's happened off the pitch professionally. And in Chelsea, uh, 
correct me if I'm wrong, there was no sport director. <laughs> so uh, yeah. you see that. Yeah. You see that the sport director needs to be between the owner that give the money, but most of the time they don't understand football so much, yeah. to the coach that the coach is responsible on the pitch. And the vision needs to be, uh, how do you say, uh, conclude the coach and the, and the sport director and the owner. This is what we are going to do. This we want to do. If you want the champions, you need to give a players one champion. What a strategy we are doing. What vision. When I came to Chelsea, even it was hard time, I put a vision, what I want to do. Yeah. How we will do that. And I don't think they are doing it now. And it's pity. It's a big, big club. Abramovich made the brand from Chelsea. And I don't want that it will not continue. It can't collapse. I think they had one of their worst seasons last season but hey coach that's the reason why we need you to come back onto the show one of these days so that we can expand tap into that brain of yours you've been an inspiration to many people you continue to be and uh, i look forward to watching the game tomorrow i'll be seated here it will be 33 minutes into the game tomorrow this time between zambia and south africa uh, so may your team be the winners in the same breath as say may south africa of course be the winners as well so it's a tough one but good luck for tomorrow thank you very much if you have a problem i will inform you about the result <laughs> if it's good if it's good for us okay uh, thank you very much and uh, keep the mood <laughs> thank you so much coach highly appreciate it